Hi, everyone. Welcome to Psychic Connection, Collaboration Over Competition. And today we have the pleasure of speaking with Karen Carlson Kelly. And yes, as you can see, she is at her barn and her horse, Luca, is it Luca? Yep. Luca is, is right behind her. So, um, you know, he's keeping her company. So with that, Karen, can you tell us, you obviously, you know, have a business relating with horses, but you have special abilities that you use to uh, take care of your horses. So can you tell us a little bit how you use your intuition, your intuitive abilities, um, you know, to deal with your horses? Well, it's really not much I think about. It's, um, it's just um, when I work on a horse, if I'm looking for where he's hurting, it's, I kind of just get guided to the area. It's not, it's not something I really look for. I don't go in and like talk to horses, but a lot of times when I come into a horse that has an issue, um, I can get an image or a, like a little video. I can see in my head of a scenario or something that happened and, uh, or I get a feeling or I would feel a physical pain. And, and those things would kind of uh, just give me a clue to uh, where I'm looking where I should look or where I should try to find where the issue is. That, that's, that's really impressive that you can actually tap in to uh, what their issues are. And um, do you get guided also about how to heal them or fix them? Um, I guess it goes the same way where um, it just kind of comes to you what you think like now I have a lot of experience, obviously I've done horses my whole life. So more than 40 years of horses. So a lot of things just kind of comes automatically because it's just knowledge you have. But uh, sometimes I feel that, you know, to hit the right, right thing or give them the right herbs or whatever they might need or, or guide them the owners to what they really need, you know. It, it just got to be open-minded and they kind of let you know. Right. So do you mix up your own herbs to give it to them? Uh, I do. I do. Um, if I have a, a special issue, I've, I would mix something up and sometimes I make teas for them also. We actually have a pony here with um, COPD that gets uh, to drink tea every day. Oh, and make it this tea potion and give it to them. Yeah, he gets tea in his food every day. So to help with um, his lungs and help him breathe and help with mucus. And um, um, one, my one product that is my big seller that was kind of what started my supplement business was Glorify. And that came about that I, um, I got, got given a horse uh, that needed a lot of help. And there was nothing on the market that could help him because they had already tried all the medicines for him mm -hmm. and I knew he needed something that didn't exist so I had to make it mm -hmm. and uh, and that was interesting because um, I now I went to school for uh, holistic medicine so I do have some knowledge about herbs and stuff but mm -hmm. I would wake up in the morning and have a herb in my head and an herb that I didn't know that I wasn't familiar with and when I would look it up, it would be the exact herb that I needed for this potion. 
So that's kind of how that product came come came upon, and that actually helped that horse to heal and and he went on to race and made another sixty thousand dollars, I think. So wow, wow, that that's was a story. So it just would kind of come to you what herb it was, even though you didn't even know the herb. Yeah, like I, I had to Google them because I wasn't familiar with them what they did, and and it turned out that that was the exact one that I needed. Like some of them I already knew, obviously. I kind of had an idea what I want to put in it. Right. But the few of them came to me that way. And um, and that's how I made that product. And and we used that for over 10 years now. It helped a lot of horses. A lot of horses, wow. Just uh, boost the system and just help the body fight. Yeah, wow. So people who have horses should definitely look you up right? Because if their horses have different ailments and they're not sure what it is or how to cure it, they should contact you and, um, you know, you could go and do you actually go to the horse and see them or do they have to come to you and bring the horse? It depends on where they're at. I don't travel as much as I used to. I used to be on the road four or five days a week and I'm not anymore because right. uh, I'm busy around here. But um, a lot of times they would send me a video or um, okay. I would just talk to people. And, and all the products are on the website, of course. The, I have right. a, a line of natural herbs for different ailments that I had put together. So if someone you know, does have a horse that does need uh, you know, some attention, some help, how would someone get in touch with you? Uh, well, they can email me. Okay, what's your email? Uh, divine equine custom at gmail.com. Okay. Did you want the website too? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's divine uh, www.divineequine.org. Oh, divineequine.org. And there's a section on there with all the herbs. Wow. That's, that's, wow. that's pretty awesome. So, um, you, you really believe that you know, horses can, you know, through what you prepare for them, uh, get healing. Do you ever get um, any of their um, feelings? You pick up um, on feelings too? Emotions, you mean, if they're like happy or sad? Right, you know, yeah. Uh, that's probably the easiest to pick up. Uh, when, I, when I come in to a horse, um, the first thing I greet him, and I asked him to back up a couple of steps. Right. And, and that's just that kind of sets the tone a little bit that we kind of trust each other. And uh, and once you then put your hand on the horses, you kind of feel that right away. If they, sadness is something that I think I pick up easy. Because it, yeah, because you can feel that. That's really strong, like heavy and sadness. Uh, you know, if they're just happy or joyful, but right. you know, sadness or uh, often you feel that sadness if there's a lot of pain too. A lot of pain, yeah. And now sometimes you, you feel like, like they're giving up. That's a sad feeling too. Oh, but like, they, just I can't it it, you know? yeah, they just can't handle it anymore. Yeah, because they don't get the help they need and they just, you know, they can't, they can't communicate so they just kind of give it up. And that's the sad thing. That part, but how fantastic is that? Because you can tap in, right? And you can come up with a cure for them. So, do you ever go back after they've taken their medicine and, and seen them and, and see them like so much happier? 
Well, I love to do that because um, a lot of times if I come out to a horse that's really run down mm. or, or has been sick and the immune system is really uh, struggling mm. and you can see that they're, they don't have like the spark in their eye and they're kind of like, you know, giving up and the air went out them. Right. And most of the times those horses after two weeks, when I come out and look at them again, they are like brighter and uh, you can see the more of an attitude and yeah. they will like come right up to me and you, i love that because it's like feel, i'm sorry do you feel that they're thanking you oh absolutely yeah wow like they they, they know it's you and they're so grateful and thankful yeah that's the greatest feeling i have even had horses that were like reach out and and try to grab me like oh. to stop that they wanted me to come in the stall because they oh, wanted to work on so they're, they're pretty cool if you listen to them, they'll tell you. Yeah, but you're able to pick on, up on them. Not everybody is, right? Um, well, yeah. most, most horses are like people a little bit. Like there are some are, are more open than others. Right. I mean, like any animals are, are always more open than people, I think, because they don't they don't uh, judge, you know, but there are some horses that, that don't really want to talk about it, but most of them are pretty open. Pretty open, yeah. Now you're talking about, you know, the different kinds of people. Do you ever put herbs together for people? Uh, sometimes for friends that have a problem, I'll make them a tea. Now I know you have a special horse. His name is Prince. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about the bond that the two of you have together? Um, well, he's, he was a horse that I found in an auction mm -hmm. and uh, nobody wanted to buy him. So I had to take him home. And um, he's probably the coolest horse I ever had. Like I had many nice horses, but um, he's very smart and he's thinking a little bit too much. We were saying the other day, if he had hands, he would be so much trouble because. He <laughs> um, but he's just a special horse and um, a very sensitive horse that I to, uh, really try to figure out other ways to do things. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not traditional. Um, I don't work with horses like traditionally. I do a lot of horsemanship, natural natural horsemanship, right. uh, where you kind of work with their with a body language. Oh, but okay. even, so you read their body language. Yeah, and and so instead of like being harsh and and force right. them into things, you kind of uh, showing them with your body what you want, and you're reading their language back, and then you're asking them instead. But with Prince, um, like I done that for many years, and but Prince, I had to rethink a little bit because he's not like every other horse. <laughs> so he taught me a lot of things for sure. Oh, okay, wow, that's excellent. Um, so, you know, when did you realize that you had some intuitive abilities? Um, I don't know. It it was something that was um, natural as I grew up. Mm -hmm. Uh, because my grandmother, she, I guess she was the one that would make teas for people. You would make tea, so then you yeah. started. Okay. And she, she would have herbs, and, and then my mom after to that. My mom was very open-minded. Okay. And I remember being a little kid and my mom taking me to an acupuncturist. Wow. And, 
wow. Okay. So, I mean, our, we grew up very holistic and, and, you know, so it's all natural to me. Um, it, I, I went to school for holistic medicine uh, for four years. And as I went through the school, it kind of just kind of came together. Uh, things that um, I didn't really understood how or why reactions from the horses or how I would read them. And as I got more knowledge, I, I realized um, what was going on. And, um, and it was years, actually, I had come to America and right. someone was telling me about Reiki and I never heard about Reiki. Right. I was reading up on it. I've done that for years. Right. I just didn't know that it was a thing. <laughs> you didn't know it was called Reiki, but you were doing it all along. Yeah, and it's all just energy, uh, acupuncture, yeah. healing, or whatever you do. It's right. all just you're shifting the energies, you're, you're putting positive energy, taking negative out. Yeah. That's all what you do. Right. Now, what country did you come from? I'm from Sweden. From Sweden, right. Can definitely hear your um, cool accent. Yeah. So there. Animals are very intuitive, right? They are, they are. Yeah. And most of the times when we work with horses, we're violating them because you never ask for permission. You just do things with them and you expect them to stand or you expect them to lift a foot or you expect them to do this or that, but you never really ask them in their language. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they don't kill us, it's pretty amazing because they can, I'm a thousand pounds animal. Well, how do you ask them like just mentally do you ask like how would you say you know hey i'm here to help you can you move over this way like how would you relay that message to them well like i said when i first come into horse i walk up to him and i look him in the eyes i let him sniff me and then i ask him to back up and once they back up that's uh, the signal to me that they respect me because now i know they're not going to run me over okay and then I will blow air in their nose. Now, why would you blow air? What would that mean? Um, well, horses would do that, how they greet each other. Oh, how they, they do? See, I, I yeah. don't know very much about horses. So this is good. This is a lesson too for me. And when a horse uh, breathes back to me, then it's a sign to me that, that he's like, okay. It's like, I said, hi. And he's like, hi, you know. Oh, so it's like that. So and, say, yeah, he... He's not feeling it. Then what would you try to do? Say that again. Say he's not feeling it. Say, you know, you try to blow air, but he kind of backs away. Or do you have to try to think of something else? To do? Most does. If, if he's a little stubborn, I'll ask him to back up a little bit more. More, okay. Because I want to tell him that, hey, I'm, I'm not threatening. Mm -hmm. But uh, if they can't back up and drop their head for me, then I, they're not safe to work on because they don't respect me. Okay. Have you ever had a horse where you just couldn't? <laughs> yeah, there's been, there's been horses like that. Typically, yeah. when they lose uh, their horse instincts from being too domesticated or, or being too handled too rough, yeah. they're losing a little bit of their um, genuine horse instinct, and then they're a little bit harder to work with. But they used to be roughed around, and yeah. the, and that they don't understand when you ask them nicely. Then, right? 
Oh. And those horses are not so fun to work on. But then when I'm when I'm done with a horse, if I didn't acupuncture on him or if I uh, adjusted him or massage or whatever I did, um, then I always finish the treatment with I put the hand on on their forehead, right. up on the, and I don't press or push or anything. I just put my hand there, and I'm I'm not sure why I started to do it. It just happened one day. I worked on a horse. And when I was done, I put my hand and I said a prayer in my head. And oh. I said over and over again, and the horse dropped his head all the way to the to the ground right. and he let out a sigh. Wow. It was like all relaxed. And from yeah. that day, I just keep I've been doing that every time I'm done with a horse. And I don't know why. <laughs> it yeah, just it came. works for you, right? Huh? It works for you. Well, it's something that just came to me, and, and to me it is. If, if they are dropped their head and release like air and breathe out, to me, it's like they accepted what I did to them. Yeah. And then um, I wasn't violating them. They didn't feel violated. They were totally okay with what happened. Right. So, so. You, your intuitive ability, so it sounds to me, right, that you, um, you know, get a sense, you get feelings about it, right? You sound, you talk about getting like some visions. So, you know, some of your intuition is through like visions, um, feeling and sensing. Um, have you tried to um, expand any of your intuition and use it like a little bit in different ways too, your intuition? Um, well, I always, I always learn something new uh, every day, you know, and every time you work on a horse, you learn something. Um, I always feel it's amazing with the people that can go in and just have a full conversation and talk to them. Yeah. I wish I could have a little bit more of that, but I guess you can't have everything, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, maybe to be able to tap in a little bit more. And that's probably something if you meditate and work on it, it it comes because I think everybody everybody can learn that. You just have to kind of be quiet and listen. Right, and yeah, and listen more. Um, yeah. So do you feel your intuitive abilities work on people too? Like, are, are you a type of person who maybe when you meet somebody for the first time, do you pick up right away on their energy? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So right away you meet somebody and you're picking up something. Yes, uh, unless I'm too scattered. Yeah, but for the most part, do you get like a, a feeling or do you get a vision or? It, it can be both. And that's something that um, that was a big problem for me when I was a kid. Right. Because when you're that sensitive and you feel everybody's emotion, you take a lot of things personally. Right. Like I, there's so many uh, times where I felt like someone was mad at me. Right. But I did something wrong and I couldn't figure out if what I had done and it turned out they had a bad day or they were in trouble. So I would pick up their terrible emotions and I would take it personally because they were talking to me. But it had nothing to do with me. But in effect, it was something else. They were just having that type of a, a feeling. Yeah. So, so that's really hard when you're a kid and trying to fit in everywhere. You don't fit in nowhere and you pick up every emotion. That is uh, that is really tough, and that takes some time to learn to to live with that. Right? How do you get rid of it? Um, 
for me, I just acknowledge it and it will go away. Oh. Especially if I pick up someone's pain. Yeah. And um, I don't know, I had people telling me, oh, I gotta be careful. I gotta put a, a bubble around me and, and be in a safe spot and all that. But for me, I, it never occurred to me that it could harm me. Oh, okay. So I never, and I actually, if I can, I have a really bad back and I can be so bad that I can barely get out of the car when I go to a place to work on horses. As soon as I put my hand on the horse, I don't feel it anymore. Wow. It just goes away. So that doesn't mean that I'm healed, but my will go away and I'll be energized from working on the horses. So it's not like even if they have pain and aches and they freely give it to me, I don't take it. I'll take it, I acknowledge it, and it goes away. It goes away. Oh, that's good. So if somebody, um, you know, wanted to get more involved with, you know, expanding their intuition, just in general, um, you know, what advice uh, would you give them? I mean, there's millions of things you can read and YouTube and uh, online classes. And like, I just found that everything I've done just put you another step up the ladder. Right. Like I did a um, past life class. Right. And that experience was amazing. And that just like kind of realized that you can go to another dimension. dimension. So it doesn't really matter what you do. I'm not very good at meditating. I have a hard time sitting by myself and meditate. If okay. we meditate in a group, yeah. on the other, I'll easily just disappear. Right. So I mean, there's so many different ways you can uh, you can try to expand that. And I think just be open-minded right. and just listen to your gut. Don't think so much about it. Yeah, just kind of listen. Well, you know, I'm glad you brought up meditation. Just um, tell us a little bit about the horse meditation. That was pretty cool. I actually set in on that one. Well, and we were talking about the, the horses, how they heal too. Right. And um, well, I, first I found out that I had a healing horse because when I work on horses or, or with people that have pain, uh, my way of releasing it is that I'm yawning. Right. And also if there's spirit or any energy, I, I yawn uncontrollably. I can't take to handle it. And then I found out that my horse did the same thing. Hmm. And I had some other horse in the past that uh, I had one horse, as soon as he saw me, he was yawning. And I realized what he did to me, the same that I did to the horses. Right. So um, what the, the meditation we had with the horses was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It was a couple of the horses came and walked around and then they kind of, yeah, and eh, whatever. And they walked away. And Prince, um, he didn't walk away. Right. He stayed with us the whole time. Yeah. And they, when we then did the meditation, well, they actually went from each person. He did go to each person, yeah. Yeah, and it's almost like he worked you through. He started yeah. like one end and just kind of nibbled you through. Yeah. Just like, man, it's kind of cool. Yeah. And then he did a meditation. He was just standing in the center. Yeah, he was. And, and he just dropped his head like he passed out. And he was just standing there sleeping. And this instant second we broke the meditation, he put his head up, looked around, and he's like, okay, cool. And he walked away. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. Yeah. 
So, um, so horses can be uh, healing for other people, you know, too. And, I uh, see it all the time. People will come over here and Prince Hill will go up to them and they'll go up to their shoulder and they would nibble on their shoulder and then it started yawning. And then I'll say, what's wrong with your shoulder? And they're right. like, oh, I got a bad shoulder. I said, I don't, but my horse does. <laughs> he just told me you have a bad yeah. shoulder. So he As pinpoints, yeah, he pinpoints uh, different areas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. I, I think you do the same thing I do. He gets guided to the spot. Awesome. And I don't know what it, it's like a magnet. It's like when I put my hand on the horse, my hand goes and it stops. Right. And it stops and that, that's where the issue is. Yeah. And it, it just does. And I don't, I don't know how or why. I, I, I was always a scientist and I always want to have like an answer to everything. Right. I had to learn with this that I, I just had to uh, appreciate it. Right. be thankful for it and just just let it come because whatever it did i mean the education i have nobody can take away from me this right. just gives me a leverage right. you know it gives me an ability to see it from another angle and right. also know that i'm hitting the right spot yeah. that, that's truly amazing so it's kind of like a combination yeah Wow, so we're, we're almost running out of time, but I do want to ask you, like I do with, um, you know, everybody I interview, we have two questions um, that came in from people. So I just want to remind everyone, uh, anyone who's watching, if you do want a question answered, please go to my website, www.readingsbyphyllis.com and submit a question and I will uh, send it out to uh, the person that I'm interviewing and they will answer it. So do you have your intuitive hat on? It seems like it's always on for you, Karen, right? Uh, so first question I have from Susan. Susan wants to know, will I get a place of my own to live in? I'm, I'm hoping that she'll find her own place. And if she really wants to, she'll, she'll, she'll get there. That's okay. how, how I live my life. Right, so she will. Yep. So you feel, okay, so basically, yeah, I feel your intuition starting to answer for you. Yeah, that she will, right? All right. So my second question, wow, this sounds like it must be from a um, high school student, Jake. Um, will I do good on my SATs? Of course. <laughs> okay, wow, that, was, that one came right away. Oh, that's good. I guess Jake is going to do really well. Okay, awesome. Alrighty, so it's fun, right? It's fun to have, uh, you know, the questions. And, you know, when you're intuitive, um, you can handle a lot of different uh, areas, really, right? I think um, I've done some tarot cards and actually yeah. back home, I just did regular cards. Regular cards. And I would uh, I would do read palms. I did oh, that. Cool. Uh, but that's something that I haven't been like messing with really in a long time. But once you once you get to it and do it, it, it does, it's like everything else, you know, you start with a lot of math and all of a sudden you're like really smart at math, right? You just got to kind of open your brain for that. Yeah. And when I say practice, practice, practice. I have a little uh, a vision that I would love to have tea with the ponies oh. and I would love to come and spend time with the horses and get the help they needed if they want to and then make their own tea and go home with that oh that would be so much fun so you would allow children too to come right yeah sure yeah kids adults oh 
I like that idea. So come and on. I, had, I had some children here riding and I had a little five-year-old. Her biggest dream was to come and ride a horse. And yeah. she came for, it was her birthday. Yeah. And um, she went right up to Prince and I told her, uh, he's a unicorn, but he doesn't want anybody to know so he's hiding his horse. And she just totally bought it. Yeah. And this horse, he's a big, big 16-hand horse. And this little girl, he dropped his head all the way to the ground and just walked with her. And Aww. she was all around and her smile didn't come off her face. So, and that was a kid that really needed it. So sometimes right. a, a horse can do wonder even on a child, you know? Yeah, definitely. So anyone listening or watching, uh, please contact Karen and you can bring your children or if adults want, just want to go. Um, we can all be healed in one way or another. This is true, right? Yeah. Yep. So thank you again, Karen. Thank you, uh, viewers, listeners. Um, please stay in touch. And again, if you have any questions, please go to www.readingsbyphyllis.com and send them in. So everyone, please have a very lovely and blessed day. God bless. Take Thanks. care.